post-phase in cheese steaks, the long-awaited draft episode. So we got four panelists here, myself, Dakota, we got Nick coming back, Tim, you're here, unfortunately, and <laughs> Bobby, welcome back. Wow. I think this is your third time doing the draft. Third so time, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. good to... Finally, that time of year, April is uh, jam-packed. We had like the end of March Madness, baseball is in full swing. Uh, Don't just gloss of- over the end of March Madness. Talk about the crowning of the Yukon Huskies for oh. the fifth time in 24 years. Would you like the floor, Nick? Would you like the floor? <laughs> no, no, just, just wanted just don't want you to speedboat on past that fifth, <laughs> fifth ring in 24 years. You know, Nick, just, where did you where did you go to college again? Win a chip every decade oh. since the 90s. Where did you go to school, Nick? um i went to the university of connecticut oh okay just making sure <laughs> yes yeah, so there's uh go golden bears okay golden bears <laughs> yeah uh cool but yes congrats to the yukon huskies or the men's side and then obviously congrats to the lsu tigers on the women's side um yeah that was a i mean we won't get into that too much but that Probably in my in my viewing, one of the best, if not the best, tournaments I've seen in a long time. Um, I mean, we had no number one teams in like what the Elite Eight or even more. So that's crazy. But <clears throat> so yes, crown the crown your champion, UConn Huskies. But this is a NFL episode focusing on the draft, obviously. So before we get into our thirty-one, because the Dolphins don't have a pick because they are stupid. Um, 31 round mock draft. Do we have any, any thoughts, you know, leading up to any surprise trades we were, we're thinking about or stuff that, you know, we're hearing noise about maybe players on the move, Derek Henry, maybe what the Eagles might be up to. Anyone got thoughts? There's the biggest elephant in the room is, is Aaron Rodgers going to get traded? I mean, that's, I, that's I would hope so by now. Please, that, that just needs to end. I'm so tired of that. <laughs> this is like, it's the terrible tar- mixture. New York oh. media with Rodgers personality. It's, it's brutal. Let's get it over with. Yeah. Does he actually end up with the Jets though? You know what? This is a weird situation because I've never seen a, a player publicly come out and say, I'm playing for another team while still signed and on the roster of another yeah, team. Never seen that happen before. He's different. So this is this is all new territory for me. But yeah, I think I think they have to rip the band-aid off by I've draft talked, day. I've talked to like three of my Packers friends and all of them. Even friends? if I do have friends. <laughs> and even and even if they like loved Aaron Rodgers at one point or like, you know, was we're all about him and like over Favre and all that. They're at the point where they're like, just get this guy out of here. Like, we're tired. He's it's fatigued at this point. He clearly doesn't want to be on the team. He he, you know, works his way around all the stupid questions. And he's I mean, become pretty selfish, honestly. But yeah, I hope he I mean love looked good against the Eagles last year, even if it was garbage time. Hey. But... Yeah. It's love yeah, time, man. You gotta see. But at this point, it's such a weird situation. Who who has the upper hand in these negotiations? Like but he said the Packers are at the point like he's he has to be gone. Otherwise, he's gonna be a cancer. And the Jets, like, I mean, they pretty much guaranteed their fan base that Aaron Rodgers would be there. Like, who yeah. really I, like I, I can't really get a, a a feel for who is who has the upper hand in this. I think the Packers do. <clears throat> it's wild. I mean, if wild. he just doesn't show up, he doesn't show up. Who cares <laughs> at this point? Yeah. That's 50 million. You doesn't know, it just go away if he retires? Yeah, I mean it's only one more year. Aaron Rodgers didn't strike me as a guy that will retire. He strikes me as, I'm going to sit around. I'm going to be a problem. I will be a pain in the ass every single day until you get oh, rid yeah. of me. Yeah. 
but uh, um, we, we digress yeah so we think so we, so we're saying we think he moves other other elephant in the room does yeah, lamar jackson get moved for his two first round picks i don't i don't see it i feel like I now that obj happens, signed he's after this draft at least yeah i just I, I just don't know i don't think you trade a fourth was it fourth overall that they have i don't think they trade that for him yeah it's I think he's staying. I, I we've seen this a lot with with other quarterbacks. Like they they play this, oh, you know, I don't know if I went back. I want this. Let me delete all mention of it on my Instagram. You know, but I, I think he. I don't see him leaving the Ravens. I just can't see it, and I don't see it happening this off season. Yeah, I mean, originally when Nick and I did our quarterback prediction episode, I said, I think I said Rogers to the Ravens, but then Lamar to the Jets. Because him with that offense would be super fast, but yeah, I don't. I really have no idea what's what's going on. I'm I'm actually more curious because I keep hearing talks about the Titans potentially trading up to get a quarterback, which like yeah. they just took Malik Willis like last what last year two years ago. Like I just I know he looked bad, but to give up on a guy already is kind of wild to me. And then Derrick Henry it, might get moved. Yeah, they took a Willis last year, but I mean I did see him play a couple times and. <laughs> he, he didn't even look like a college quarterback. He looked like kiwi football. It was bad. No, no it was yeah, bad. I mean, yeah, you got you got four quarterback prospects in this draft alone that I think are all much better than Malik Willis's. Jump on the opportunity when it's there. It could be like a who was that guy? He was on the Cardinals, Rosen. Oh, got... oh don't say no, don't no, bring uh... Rosen into this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Rosen scenario where he just gets traded after like not even get a really, you know, chance to develop and Take a shot and Rosen said he was coming after all of Brady's records. Look how that's played out. I think it's the longest time sitting on the bench or not on a team record. And I think he's he's beating Brady there. So um so those are a bit I I do think on like a much lower level but localized, mm-hmm. I have a feeling Quez gets moved for a day three pick. I could see that. I think that he has a $2.7 million salary this year. They're going to feel like we can get a receiver in the mid rounds for under a mil. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think it's it, the value is not going to be there because I don't see him getting another contract. So if you're not going to give him another contract, why pay him 2.7 this year when there's going to be more value in taking a guy in a middle round? Yeah. Well, and on he, that note, like how, how would we react if the Eagles – drafted a wide receiver in the first round oh in the first round no i would I so so mean you, that would be like the fourth year in a row you're using a first round pick to to get a wide i can receiver. see i can see a running back i would yeah, like gibbs back, i want gibbs bad from bama yeah but it, i think gibbs will be there at 30 unless the bills take him maybe might, yeah but I think it'd be, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because I think I'm uh, how he's going to move in some direction. Mm-hmm. He's got two first. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he if someone falls to move up. I'm I'm sure he's going to try to finagle his way to get Carter in the you know in the top ten. I but know. I could also see him jump up from thirty and pick someone else. I could also see him going backwards. I could see him more. My bet most likely he moves back from ten or up from thirty. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 from what I've seen, I don't think Carter is going to last. Jalen Carter's not going to last till ten. He might go as early as three, honestly. Yeah, um, the character concerns are starting to get ignored from what I see from these recent mocks. But the only reason I brought up the whole receiver thing for the Eagles is because I don't know. There's just been like weird talks about people like, oh well, 
you know, they, they have to pay. They're paying AJ. They got to pay Devontae. You know, Quez is the question mark. This I'm like, yeah, but they're not – that's not a concern was when you're a run-first team. And, but Jalen can throw it, as, we can, as we've seen, for 300-plus yards anyways. Maybe so, a backup tight end, the second or third. Like they did I do. I, I could see that. It's, so a, it's could, a healthy tight end draft. And did you know that Goddard is older right now than Ertz was when they drafted Goddard? Yeah, he's like 27, 28, isn't he? So it would it would not surprise me for a team that likes to run so much two tight end and values the tight end position as much. Like there's a lot of buzz right now about them taking like Darnell Washington with that 30 pick, mm. who's that monster tight end out of Georgia. And oh. use, using him as like a imagine like him next to Lane next to Lane six, Johnson. Seven, 280. Oh my god, yeah. he's huge. Yeah. That I'd would be a nice, uh, that'd be nice, nice compliment. You can see a bunch of uh other birds being traded, it, red birds. Oh, Hopkins, yeah. Buda Baker, <laughs> probably birds. the whole team. <laughs> yeah, Hopkins probably. I, I think he does get moved. I Maybe like day two, day three, probably. I think. But to where? I kind of like you know what I I I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens double dipped and got another wide receiver. Like I said, I already I don't think Lamar's leaving Baltimore. I think they worked this out. The Patriots, I think, is the name that's always been thrown out there, but I would say Ravens and Patriots are my two teams to keep an eye on for DeAndre. Ravens are just a fiscal issue. Like they have seven guys on the team who are making 15 million plus this year. Yeah. So I just I don't I see mean, how they can make the numbers work. Listen, if you're Arizona and you can get a if you can get like a third round pick, I mean, let's be honest. I don't think anyone's really offering that much for DeAndre Hopkins. If I'm the Cardinals, I'll pay him some of that salary if I can get him off the team for you know third round pick. You're probably not getting anything close to a third round pick, or you'd be gone by now. Yeah, yeah. Arizona's going nowhere. Eat some of the salary, get them off your team, get a draft pick from a team, a contender that'll want them. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I feel like Hopkins and Patriots just sounds like it's natural, um, but I don't know. They don't even know who is playing quarterback. It feels like so. Tampa, um, yeah, New England's a little bit of a mess, but. Um. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, I so guess the, I didn't realize the Patriots and Juju. I forgot about that. And Gasecki. Uh, Juju is like the, the the one one personality that just does not belong in New England. So I'm curious to see how that <laughs> yeah. goes. But did you know uh, McSorley just signed there to the Patriots? Oh, you wow. can do starting quarterback. McSorley. <laughs> PSU alum. <laughs> yeah. Yes. PSU great. I don't. I mean, I won't go that far, but. Um. Yeah, so, so I guess so last we'll go lightning ahead. round before we get into the draft. Other names that we got are do we so Derek Henry move or stay? Move. I think he's staying. I think he moves. I think he stays. Stay. stay. I just Devin don't think White. anyone gives up anything for him. That's yeah, I mean, he's their whole team. They don't yeah. have anything. Yeah, that's, if team. you if you move on for Derek Henry with the Titans, you, you're you're throwing it up. You're you're rebuilding. He's more important see. to you than your quarterback is. If they draft a quarterback, then yes, in the first I mean, round. I don't see Rabel as a tank coach. If that makes neither sense. do I. That's why he's too important to them to give up. I could definitely yeah. see them draft a rookie and get and move on from Tannehill, but. The, you know, if Denver Kenny's there, he's your offense. You can still win games. So, what do we think about Devin White then? Stay or go? Trade, trade. They're blowing trade. it up. Philadelphia, just, baby. Uh, I think I'm just hopeful that I give him that 30 pick. I'm not even thinking twice. <laughs> yeah, that the, the Buccaneers. I don't really understand what they're doing. They're like got a half foot in rebuild and half foot in let's contend. 
I don't know why you would sign Levante David if you're about to blow it up, but I do kind of lean towards Devin White's probably getting. I feel moved. like I feel like the Bucks just like after they got Brady, like their team aged. Like they went from like a, a kind of young, like competitive team to like now they're all old. They have like no talent in different spots, and their offensive line's pretty injured. But they really didn't do much this offseason either. Yeah, Since Baker. That's this might be a little weird for them. Yeah, they're in a weird, the weird spot. NFC South. I could see Panthers were Falcons. I mean, yeah. that over. Listen, with mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield, you might be able to win that division. It's so bad. I think the Falcons could be a sleeper. They've had a pretty uh, strong offseason. Yeah, they, they, brought in a lot of, they brought in a lot of talent. They did. Jeff Akuda for a fifth. It's a steal. And, and, and Detroit paid like his, most, most of his uh, contract, so... I don't, I don't know how, you, you know, a complete bust finally has a oh, healthy season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, he, and then that's when you move on from him. I, I don't really understand that move. What about last one I think we've heard is Buda Baker staying or going? Stay. Uh, stay. Uh, I, I, I say so, stay. I say he stays and gets an extension. I mean, they just hired a defensive head coach to get rid of your most versatile defensive. Yeah, he needs – Gannon needs him. It doesn't make a lot yeah. of sense. I, I is Murray playing that, next yeah. year or no? Um, yes, he should Please. be back. He should be back pretty early in the season, like week three, I think, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. What did you say about uh about uh Jonathan Gannon, Tim, when Nick was saying that he uh he has to put together this team or something like that? Oh, this can't... guy. He, he, <laughs> I can't think of a worse situation to go into than Arizona right now, <laughs> and to bring in Jonathan Gannon, <laughs> to think he's going to be the right in the shift is reminds me a lot just... of the Texas. From a few years ago, with uh, heck was a coach. Uh, no, Coley. Coley, yeah, and he oh, didn't do yeah. that bad, and they still <laughs> fired his ass. <laughs> it's one of those situations. The situation, the team is so bad that no offense to Coley, but he was probably was never going to get a head coaching job anywhere else. Yeah. Gannon, after that horrific Super Bowl performance, I can't believe he got a head coaching job at all. But yeah, I no, I, 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 I could just see him there. and Kyler just not getting along. No, I don't know. They, Night and day. They just the personalities you see from those two, they don't seem like two people that are gonna get along. He's a weird dude. They're both weird dudes. <laughs> but all right, any any final thoughts before we get into the uh the mock draft? Yeah, who's on the clock? Zeke's going to the Eagles. That's my prediction. First pick, okay. All right. Jessica didn't hear that. One moment, please. Where the hell? Lakers switch going on there. Nice. Mm, nice background. Where the hell did the draft pole? thing go? There it is. I have you a feeling. It? I have a feeling. I don't know where that is, but I have a feeling that not a lot of people who live there look like me. I forget <laughs> where that is. <laughs> where where is um can you see the screen now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So Starting off on the clock, we have I don't even know what that order is, I'm stupid. Uh Nick, you are on the clock with the Carolina Panthers. Okay, so after the major move up from the Carolina Panthers, there there's been a lot of back and forth on which quarterback they're gonna take with this pick. I've seen the thing where they list all Frank Reich's quarterbacks and he always has tall quarterbacks and 
He's never had a short quarterback. He really loves the Carson Wentz, six foot five. He loves all the, the taller quarterbacks. However, I think we've seen enough success in the NFL the last couple of years with Jalen, Kyler, Mahomes, you know, guys who aren't your prototypical size and don't play in a prototypical way and have a lot of success in this league. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if, if Bryce Young was six foot three, six foot four, this wouldn't even be a question. And I think we're moving to such a different type of quarterback in the NFL. And because of that, I'm going with Bryce Young, number one overall. Bryce Young. And you know what? I don't – I'm curious to see what happens because I've seen every quarterback marked at number one. So, But I think he's the most ready and the most proven at this point. So I like that pick. Number um, two. He's got me on the board now. This There's one, I mean, on. this one's pretty easy. I mean, we know they're taking a quarterback. I think so. I I I see people interested in Richardson. And yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I know Richardson and Levis have like the high ceiling and all the tools, but I think Stroud and Young are just both way too good to mm. take projects at quarterback. So I, I mean, it's a flip of the coin. If the Panthers took Stroud, I would have taken Young, but Nick took Bryce Young, so I'm taking Stroud. All right, CJ Stroud to the. Houston Texans at number two. Number three is the Arizona Cardinals. I am on the clock. And this is where I think we could see our first trade. I agree. So I will open up the phone lines. Any team out there looking to move up for a potential quarterback? Maybe Seattle. Maybe Detroit is sniffing the door. I can see Indy, but I don't think they'll do it right now. Nah, yeah, I can't get one I think they're fine. I'm, I'm, I have Detroit. I'm, I'm fine with one with this offense again with, with golf. The defense okay. is disgusting. We, I mean, <laughs> the offense isn't the problem. No. I need all the defense players. The offense was actually exciting last year. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, listen, golf is, you know, not a you know, get, uh, game changer or anything, but he, he was scoring points plenty for them last they year. They do get JMO uh, back this year full time too. He's electric. He'll take Chark spot pretty. Well, yeah, there's no way they trade up for anything that isn't defense. So no, no takers going once, going twice. No, I, w- I will say for I, I, got. I will say I think there is a, a shot the Titans do mo- make this move up. But yeah, I'm I'm looking at that now. I own the Titans pick. I think I. What think- is this? You're going to trade with yourself? <laughs> Self profit. <laughs> Somehow you'll still get swindled. I don't know. I don't, I just don't see the Titans taking a quarterback. It, like, I just, I don't know. You'd have to give up a lot to get all the way from 11 to 3. Um, yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry to the Cardinals is not a terrible idea. I think I think if nobody's going to make a move, I think maybe, maybe the Colts are not scared of anyone jumping to 3. Seattle's maybe flirting with a quarterback. Um, but if they're going to stay here, I'm actually going to go a little, little ballsy here. I think cornerback. I think they're going to take Christian Gonzalez here. Ooh. What? Jeez, the coach are screwing up. <laughs> that, is, that is quite the pick. You know right the there. draft never goes as it's supposed to. So Yeah, that's true. When, when uh, Stingley went like in, in not Sauce Gardner, I was really thrown off by that. Yeah, now yeah but that's like – I get a gold jacket who they didn't pick. <laughs> that's like you know the same position debating on you know this guy or that guy 
you're taking Christian Gonzalez when there's like defensive players that are head and shoulders significantly better than him. But hey, you know what? Go ahead, Dakota. Hey, that's how I think the Cardinals. It's this is the Cardinals we're talking. This is Jonathan Gannon. You don't think he's going to go uh, D backs? He's a D back, you know, man by by default there. So, all right, moving on. Pick number four, the Indianapolis Colts, new head coach and former Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen. Bobby, you're on the clock. Uh, I mean, I can see this going a number of ways, especially with uh, Ursay at the helm. He's definitely making this pick. Um, I see a lot of hype, so I can see them going Anthony Richardson from Florida. Oh, okay. Kind of a genetic freak. So we got all the hype. Three quarterbacks off the board and the top four picks. Moving on, we have Seattle here, number five. Nick, what is Seattle doing? Is it time to... Re- I mean, I heard I saw Geno's contract is they can actually opt out out of one year. So, yeah, they. I mean, they they could be in play for a quarterback here. It's not as like I have I have a different idea. I'm not gonna mm. be able to do it, but I do. My pr- prediction is actually they trade in with either the Eagles or the Chiefs pick and take like a Hendon Hooker. Okay, because that way they can get five years of team control. So I think they kind of trade back into the end of the first round, but I don't think they take a guy high. My original thought here would have been a Jalen Carter, but mm-hmm. the Arizona Cardinals were um, bold enough to go Christian Gonzalez. Uh, <laughs> I'm not leaving Will Anderson on the board. I'm taking Will Anderson right here. All right. So Will Anderson going to Seattle. I think Seattle takes a defensive lineman either way. It's yeah, going to be Anderson or um, It's Anderson Carter. or Carter. Yeah, it's like Pete Carroll's not going to care about the personality stuff. Like that, no. that, That's not going to be an issue. If Carter's there at five, that's why if the Eagles really want Jalen Carter, they they, they got to go to that spot because I do not see him getting past the Seahawks unless yeah. Christian Gonzalez goes three. And, That's true. Uh, <laughs> you never know. You never know. So, but go, going off that, I yeah. uh, listen, if the, number six here. What do you got? I mean, I already said the Lions. We're definitely taking defense regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be thrilled to see Will Anderson or Jalen Carter fall to me. And considering that the Cardinals went and took Christian Gonzalez for whatever reason, um, this is great. <laughs> I like uh, I like Carter going to Detroit. Detroit, give credit to Dan Campbell. They've been a, uh, a miserable, miserable laughing stock of a franchise. But I like the culture he's built. I think he's got a good team there. A lot of veterans coming up. Put Jalen Carter in the middle, Hutchinson on the edge with Houston. And they got a nice young defensive line there. So this is an easy one. I think Detroit would be thrilled. I'll take right. Carter. Jalen Carter you, uh, to uh, Arizona. Detroit Lions. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of rumble. People have been saying that Detroit is leapfrogged itself into a top five NFC team. I mean, talent wise, it's getting there. So we'll see. Maybe they'll finally get a, get that playoff spot. But number seven pick is the Las Vegas Raiders. This is my pick. Um, I've seen a couple quarterback mocks here. Um, I don't. I don't see that happening. I think they rock with Jimmy G for a bit. Um, I think this is where, I mean, the Raiders are always very suspect in who they're taking. But I think you go offensive line here, and I think they're going to go Paris Johnson right here at number seven. Maybe a little bit of a reach, but I think they need to solidify that line and keep, especially Jimmy G, the man is a walking cast, so... Good point. But reach is becoming a common uh, element of your picks. I'm trying to pretend I'm these GMs and they always do this. So, did you see uh, 
some Las Vegas, I think it was like a gentleman's club, like offered or two strippers offered like free sex for life when he signed there to Jimmy G. You know, Jimmy that G I, I can imagine that that offers on the table in most cities he would go to. <laughs> I, I don't think that's like, something I'm not lying. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that was a story that came out soon after he signed. Jesus no, I think uh, I know there's a lot of cute quarterback runners. McDaniels is still with the Raiders. They had time together in New England. I think he likes Jimmy. All the flaws he's got, the guy does win when he's healthy. He's just never healthy. So I I, I think that they are going to keep it together. All right. On the clock, the Atlanta Falcons at number eight. Bobby, what do the Falcons um, do? I think they continue to overhaul that defense and go with Tyree Wilson. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know much about him. i just seen he a lot of moxies top three, top five. So I think Fong here would be a good pickup for them, especially um, with them always have, seeming to have trouble with getting to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Nice add a pass rusher here. I can see that. Oh, I just drafted Devin Witherspoon to the Bears by accident. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. Can you redo it? Oh, can I, I don't go feel back? like this is going to happen. All right. Number nine pick is Nick back on the clock with the Bears. What are they doing with that pick? Please go with Witherspoon. (laughs) So I think that... If you pick Devin Witherspoon after I just did all that, I'm going to (laughs) smack you. (laughs) I I partially want to do just just because of this, but no. Um, So the the DJ Moore trade was a, a pretty big telltale sign for me that mm-hmm. the Bears are trying to figure out is Justin Fields our guy. Um, they've seen a lot of other young quarterbacks get stud receivers and then what it's done for them. So now kind of having the, you know, wide receiver room that they have of, you know, Mooney and Moore and Claypool and Equinemius St. Brown, you know, I think that it gives them enough weapons on that side to feel like you got some talent. Uh, if they didn't make the DJ Moore side, I would have went Jackson Smith, uh, JSG here. Um, I think that would have been like a really good uh, move for them, but because they're so rich there, I think they go for versatile offensive linemen. Okay. And uh, some guys, some teams think he's going to play tackle. Most people are concerned about his arm length, think he's going to be an all pro guard. And if you can put an all pro lineman in front of a young quarterback, I think that's going to help him a lot. So I'm going to go Skoronsky here at number nine. All right. He's from that area too. too. I'm yep. pretty sure. What's Northwestern? You went to school in Chicago. All right. Moving on to number 10. Wow. So Tim gets the beloved Philadelphia Eagles 10th pick. What are we doing with that? Nice how these things work out, right? Yeah, it must be nice. Uh, so I'm going to actually, I'm going to go with a little out of left field trade here because we got one more oh. quarterback still on the board. Yeah, and okay. I'm going to use some Dakota wisdom and trade with myself, <laughs> which will, uh, you know. <laughs> Are you trading with so i do think like i said when we started this, i do think howie is going to move back from this 10 unless someone like a jalen carter falls okay and titans at 11 i think is this is the spot you need to jump ahead of to get that quarterback so i'm going to go with new england at 14 Ooh. jumping up to 10 okay give so up, what's, uh let's say a third and a fourth third first the third and a fourth all right and you know what? Because the, the New England Patriots are very odd. They had a Pro Bowl quarterback in his rookie year, and everything seemed like it was going in the right direction. And then things fell apart. 
And it would be the most Bill Belichick thing to, in the world to just completely give up on him and go and tra- trade up and draft a new quarterback. Hey, I man, think he's he going to be intrigued. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, he's got Bill O'Brien. I think he wants to bring in a guy that can develop a quarterback now. Um, but I think he's going to be intrigued by the, the the physical traits. He hasn't had a guy that's very mobile or, you know, have, you know can make some plays outside the pocket. So I'm going to have the Patriots moving up to get Levis. Wow. Okay. Well, Listen, us... only Bill Belichick does draft a quarterback, makes a pro ball, and then two two years later is trading up in the top 10 to draft another one. I don't. I, I do think that if at 10 Levis is there, that the Eagles do move back. I think, I think if Levis falls to 10, there's going to be a team willing to pay Howie more than he's going to be able to say no to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I go oh, totally, especially with the Titans there at 11. Uh, I think it's an, an easy one, which puts, I mean, us in a very good position. Yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on. We have myself at 11 here with the Titans. Um, Titans are just a very interesting team. Like we said, they don't really know what they're doing. Could be rebuilding. Probably need to rebuild. Um I would love for them to send Kevin Byard off to the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think that's going to happen. I think he stays there. Um, but I think one thing we noticed last year, especially must have been through like week 10, that A.J. Brown had one point had more receiving yards than the entire Tennessee Titans offense. And they tried to replace him last year. Didn't go so well. I think they tried again with another receiver. Um like like uh, Nick was saying, take JSN at Ohio State. Probably the best receiver in the draft. I know a lot of people have been talking about, I think it's Quinn Johnson, I think is the one that's the, the burner, super fast guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they, they go, for, go for the Ohio State product there. So moving on to 12, we have the Houston Texans and Mr. Bobby. What are we looking at? Well, the kid just took my pick. Um, I like to keep I went open to a trade. Um, I know the Texans need a lot, but I think receiver is probably the biggest need. I think JSN was probably the best receiver at that point. Um, I know they signed Woods this offseason, or yeah, they signed Robert Woods. Um, but I think they'll look to trade back here to get more picks if anyone's willing to trade. If hmm. not, let me I think. think. I'm seeing who's available. I think I could see them maybe you know go on a cornerback. I'll, tra- I'll, I'll trade with you. I've got oh, one. All right. You. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I got I got Detroit at 18, and I'll trade up with you. I'll give you – what do you have? What are we on? 12? 12, yeah. You know what? I just did third and a four to get up to 14 and 10. I'll do a third and four again if you want. Third, and we got a third and a fifth. It's not quite enough. That maybe works. Third and a fifth. Second and a third? No, no, no. The third and the fifth. Do you accept that trade, Bobby? That's close enough. He doesn't. Enough. He doesn't want to pick there. He he showed his hands. Dakota ruined his draft board. He didn't <laughs> want to be there. <laughs> All right, trade is going to be accepted. All right, Tim, Detroit Lions, you are now on the clock. Honestly, if, if Dakota, you you like you're gonna have a statue in Detroit. You with your idiotic Gonzalez pick got us Jalen Carter. And then you taking <laughs> Smith uh, right before the Texans and letting us move up to draft Devin Witherspoon right after we just traded Akuda. Life is good here, my friend. So thank you, Dakota. Damn. But yeah, I'm going with uh, Witherspoon. 
this would be ideal for the Lions. That is a phenomenal oh, yeah. first I two picks for the Lions. They have, such, they have <laughs> such a need for defense. Plus, this is your second. This is where I like with Howie in particular. Two first, man, that's like two starters. You, you know, you, you could throw around a couple third and fifths because you have two brand new starters in your defense right now. You don't necessarily need a whole bunch of picks. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, if I'm Detroit, I'm thrilled right now. I've got arguably the best defensive player in the draft and then arguably the best cornerback in the draft. All right. I like it. Look at Tim wheeling and dealing. Plus, plus they added Cam Sutton and CJ, so that's four new starters already. Yeah. Big changes in Detroit. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Moving on. <clears throat> we have pick number 13 is the Jets. That is Nick. What is uh, New York going to do? Is this the Aaron Rodgers pick, or what are we doing? So I'm actually going to say that I think this deal does not involve the first pick this year for Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I think that the, when the Aaron Rodgers trade comes through, it's a second this year and a conditional second next year. Hmm. Because if he plays his BS and he only plays one year, I think they find a way out of that. And I think the leverage is so much more on the Jets than it is for the Packers. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they actually get to make this pick and still get Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And with the Jets, I think if you're going to, Put this type of investment, you're going to bring Aaron Rodgers in. Um, you know, Makai Becton looks like he's turned a little bit of a corner from his earlier stuff, but their right tackle they took last year, Max Mitchell, monster of a man, 6'6, 299. Mm-hmm. They got him in the mid rounds, got him in the fourth. Guy's got blood clot issues, and there's no way that you're having a tackle. You don't even know if he's going to be able to play for you, and then you have Aaron Rodgers. So I'm thinking they take Broderick Jones here. All right. Beefing up that line to protect Rodgers because he's not that mobile, but I like it. Moving on to the Eagles now pick at 14. Tim, that worked out pretty mm-hmm. well for you. So who do the Eagles take here, or are they still wheeling and dealing? No, nah, we're going to make this pick. <clears throat> I See, this is the tough one. Don't, I think this so is you where pick with your heart or your brain? I think this is where we're all split as fans. But to be honest, listen, I, I think he's a game changer. And I, I am in the minority that I think running backs are worth the investment for teams that are close to winning a championship. I agree. And I definitely, I would not want to do it at 10. I think 10 is too far. But man, at 14, I just moved back, picked up a couple of picks. I still have a first. Mm-hmm. He's right there. If this board worked out a little bit different offensive line-wise, but I'm looking at this board right now for a team that's ready to win the Super Bowl, who can I draft right now and make me better? I think it's... Bijan Robinson. So I don't think how he's going to do it, but we move back. So I think there's more of a chance. So I'm going to take Robinson because he's the only player on this board that moves the needle to next year as a rookie um, that I see for the Eagles. Okay. I like it. You know what? I would be fine. Uh, Nick and I were talking about this yesterday. 15 to 30. I think I'd be cool with Bijan Robinson. Um, and like Nick was, I mean, Nick made a great point. He was saying how, you have a, a running back of that, you know, magnitude to alleviate Jalen Hurts. So he's not running every play and he's getting a little bit of a refresher. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's a stud. I mean, he's especially behind be, that old line. Like, that's that he'll have a day. He'll get a I thousand mean, yards easy. Look at your last couple top five running backs. They're rookie years. Seek, awesome rush title. Saquon Barkley had an incredible rookie year. Mm-hmm. If I can get that from Robinson, the rookie year, I mean, this is going to take a great offense to another level. Uh, I just think 
on the team, you know, on a team that's ready to win a Super Bowl, this is a great pick. I didn't, you know, we'll see what how he does, but I'm the GM today and we move back. So I'm taking him. Okay. I like it. So I'm now on the clock at 15 here with the Packers. And I honestly have no idea what they want to do here. Um, you could go receiver again. You did lose uh who was it, Alan Lazard. I mean, that's not I think they lost Cobb too, didn't they? The Jets. I don't, I don't think he signed anywhere. Did he go to the Jets? Well, they, no, not yet. Yeah. He's probably waiting for Rodgers. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I think that this is one of those few drafts we'll get we get every now and then that is very healthy with tight ends. And so I'm gonna go a little bit of a reach, maybe, but I think we're gonna see a run on them soon. So Michael Meyer at a Notre Dame, I think, is a really good tight end. Um, you know, you have Mercedes Lewis is like 75 years old. Uh, Robert Tunyon's always hurt, so. Add some, add some, you know, if they can change that to a run heavy offense, you have two great running backs in, in Green Bay. Um, beef up that tight end spot, get some more versatility there. I think it's a good pick. I've seen, I've seen a lot of mocks with May or Kincaid going 15 yeah. backers. Yeah. All right. Moving on to 16, the newly acquired by not, uh, oh, what's his name? Dan Snyder ownership, the Washington Commanders. Uh, sold for a crisp six billy, I think it was. It actually, flag on the play. There oh. was a seven, there was a seven billion dollar offer that just went down in cash, so it oh. may not be going to Josh Harris. Oh, hmm. interesting. Dakota's counting his pennies. Look at him coming. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Washington is. This is your pick, Bobby. What is uh, what are the Commanders doing here? Uh. I mean, I think they say average with Sam Howell at quarterback. Seems it's like that's where they're going to go next year with Brissett backing him up. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do see a cornerback as a big need for them, which leads them to Joey Porter, Joey Porter Jr., who I wouldn't mind the Eagles taking at some point. But I think he'll be a nice impact player for them next year. Goes right before the Steelers. So that's uh, kind of funny. Yeah. I can see the Steelers taking him. All right. Oh. Moving on to 17, Nick, you're back on the clock with Pittsburgh. What are they addressing? Oof. So it's tough. I mean, I think I think they're a team that is they're they're in they're in like a really weird spot. They're mm-hmm. nine and eight. They're kind of on that like treadmill of mediocrity. Um, you got a running back who you can't really figure out what to do with him. I mean, his average last year was terrible. Yeah. Uh, you've got, you know a quarterback who you think can be your guy. Um, Deontay Johnson, who I think is one of the most like underrated uh, receivers. I think he is legit. I have always, I think his play style is just so much better. The team is just like really, really poor. But I think with a young quarterback, I think you always kind of have to make that you, you got to make this the decision of, do you get him a weapon or do you protect him? Um, I think they have enough, receivers with Deontay and Pickens and Fryermuth that I think they go line here. Um, so I'm going to take Darnell Wright still on the board. No, we're talking right. Yep. yep. No, he's still there. I'm taking Darnell Wright uh, out of Tennessee. You've been taking very uh, heavy offensive lines in this, uh, this well, draft so it, far. When you're, when you're a team with a young quarterback, if you're not going to take a receiver, and I, and I honestly think JSN is the only receiver worth a top 20 pick this year. So like if you're not if you're not taking JSN, 
and the you know you're you're beefing up your line. Yeah, I mean that's that one thing I always agreed with with Andy Reid when he was at the Eagles was building the team through the trenches, and we've seen teams that have a really strong offensive line are successful on offense more times than not. So, and um, and, a, and a Darnell Wright does two things: it helps your young quarterback. And it helps you figure out what you have in Najee Harris. Yeah, they got to open. They got to open up some more holes for him. Oh yeah, their line's horrible. Because he looked like he had so much promise that rookie year, and then his his average was like three yards a carry last year, and it was and his volume was insane. So what that's telling you, they're not creating any openings for him. Yeah. All right, moving on. This is a pick from a trade. So uh, Tim traded his lines pick to Bobby for the Texans. So the Texans are now on the clock at eighteen. What are they doing there, Bobby? Uh, I don't know what to do with the Texans, so I'm going to kind of go off the board <laughs> here and just see what your guys' reaction is. Um, I know uh, when, I guess, Shanahan and Lynch first got to San Francisco, this might have been before them, actually. They went heavy defensive tackle with Armstead and Buckner back-to-back. Mm-hmm. So I do think uh, D'Amico tries to hit lightning in a bottle with a defensive tackle here uh, with Kalijah Kansi from Pittsburgh. Ooh, um, I man. do see some. Uh, did hear some Aaron Donald comparisons, but who knows? Right. Um, I think he finished with seven and a half sacks, seven and a half sacks last year in eleven games. Could be a premier factor for them going forward. All right, I like Elijah Kansi. Kansi to the uh, I think Houston Texans. Going to be a good player. I like I like him there. I like him a lot too to Seattle at twenty. Mm-hmm. I think I think Kansi would be a really good Seahawk. But I, I agree. I mean, D'Amico Ryan at 18, that's a great spot. But I think also, like, actual draft day, uh, mm-hmm. the Seahawks definitely be a strong play. For I'm them. just not sold on any of the receivers at this point for them. I know receivers is probably the biggest need. Just I don't know how I feel about any of them right now. Yeah, 18, 18 I feel like, is a little rich for what's on the board. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Moving on to pick number 19, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I am anticipating some changes on their defense. They have lost some some pieces, and I think Devin White gets moved because I think they are doing a soft rebuild. Um, could be for a late pick. It could be for next year's pick. But regardless, they could always use help on on defense and offensive line too, honestly. But originally, I wanted to take Darnell Wright. He was sadly taken two picks ahead. So I switched to, I think, one of the top edge rushers here. Um, Nolan Smith, Vaness, and Murphy are all great options. Um, I think just based on how the board is, I'd go Murphy here, the edge rusher out of Clemson. So, moving on to pick 20. Uh, this is Bobby, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobby, you're on the clock once again. What's Seattle doing? Uh, I guess in free agency. I guess, hold on, sorry, I lost my track. They picked up Draymond <laughs> Jones, Jerron Reed, Devin Bush, brought back Bobby Wagner, signed Julian Love, and with next pick, they picked Will Anderson. Um, so obviously going heavy defense at this point. Um, I know they may need some help on offensive line. So Dakota Beach, go over to offensive line quick. Tackle or guard? Uh, tackle. Actually, do they? Sorry, hold on. I lost my track. I think, as Nick said, also, I think Kansi would be a good pick here. However, I do think they may go receiver. Uh, at, or 
Yeah, I think they go receiver with Addison from USC. Uh, over Quentin Johnson. I think Johnson. Getting a little – Who? No, uh, Jordan Addison, sorry. Yeah, I said over Quentin Johnson. Yeah. Hmm. I like Addison. I, I, I like him more than Quentin Johnson. I think the guy's a baller. I think he's just really – I think he's – Runs great routes, doesn't drop the ball. I think he's gonna be a good, good player. All right, Jordan Addison to the Seahawks at number twenty. All right, going to twenty-one. Nick, you're back on the clock with the Chargers. Are they going to take an offensive lineman as well? They're not. <laughs> uh, I think this. I feel differently if uh, if Eckler gets moved. Mm-hmm. It's, if he gets moved, I think they could be in play for Gibbs here. Um, this is a landing spot. I feel like if Bijan doesn't go for some odd reason, I think this is 21 is their cap. And I think they would take him there um, and just move on from Eckler. But they invested a ton into the defense last year. Mm-hmm. You know, they spent a lot on that side. Um, the only real like place that I don't love on their three, four is their three down linemen. And I think the versatility of Lucas Van Ness here is just, it, it's too much to pass up. I mean, having Bosa and Mac on the outside um, and then having Lucas Van Ness where you can line them up inside, outside, that versatility at, at 6'5". I mean, they call him Hercules. The guy is absolutely shredded. Um, and everyone keeps talking about the fact he didn't start at Iowa, but Iowa notoriously doesn't start underclassmen. Mm-hmm. That coach is like a very old school, doesn't believe freshman and sophomore should start. Um, I think he's got great versatility. Honestly, I'd love to see him as a bird. I think he can do so much. I, I've seen him mocked at ten a couple times. I'd like, I'd like to see, I'd like to see what we could do with him. He, he can do a lot of cool stuff. Um, Five, yeah. But I'm gonna go Van Ness here to the Chargers. All right, Van Ness to the Chargers. All right, number twenty-two. We have the Baltimore Ravens on the clock. And Tim, what is Baltimore doing? Mm, this one. This one's tricky. Um, I like, I mean, cornerback and wide receiver are, you know, near the top of the board, what we have best available right now, which we know the Ravens are usually a best available team. Mm-hmm. I still, I, like I've been saying, I still think Lamar finds a way to stay there. They work out a contract. They went and gave Odell Beckham uh, 15 million, which I mean, I don't know, maybe someone else was giving them that. I, I don't believe it. I think that they overpaid there. Um, but I think it's a sign that they're willing to really invest in wide receivers and getting Lamar some help. So since Quentin Johnson's right there, I think they're going to draft Quentin Johnson, bring in Odell, Quentin Johnson, Mark Andrews, um, who else was there? Bateman. It's going to be the best, uh, you know, weapons that Lamar's had his entire career in a year that they really need to, you know, get him on board. I think that they're really going to focus on investing in uh, wide receiver for him. So taking Johnson here, I think, I think a 22 is a good value. Okay. Yeah. Moving on to 23. We have the Minnesota Vikings. This is my pick. Um, I think they would, would hope that maybe Joey Porter's still on the board. Um, maybe they go Brian branch and I mean, it's, he's listed a cornerback, but he's probably going to play safety in the NFL. So I will, I have one player in mind, but I will entertain trade offers for the Minnesota Vikings here at 23. They don't trade yourself. I'll trade it up one pick, but if anyone else says anything else, go ahead. Who do you want? Or who are you, who are you trading with? The Jaguars. You're going to just move up one spot. 
I'm not sure. Is it like a fourth or fifth that would fit? I would probably a third. I would take a third. third. Deal? Okay, I just accepted already. Um, sure, why not? I think a fourth or fifth <laughs> would do well to move up one pick, but to move up one spot, so you got third anyway. You know, you got you got some high taste, man. Jeez, yeah, you know. All right, so the Jaguars are now on the clock, Bobby. Who are they taking here? Um, it's been a, actually, I think the first time in my life, it's been a quiet off season for the Jags. Um, I think really the only biggest need that they have is cornerback, which uh, I think would be perfect for Brian Branch. He could play safety, he could play corner, he could play slot. Did all that under saving, so I think it'd be a good fit for Jacksonville. All right. Yeah, I like I like Brian Branch. I wouldn't mind him at thirty for the Eagles. Um, yeah. But he's kind of do it all type of player. Okay. Well, that worked out pretty well for me um, because at twenty three, I was going to take Nolan Smith. Vikings can always use some some more defense there, and they lost Eric Kendrick, so some more edge. Um, I was gonna I was gonna try to wheel my way up there. I thought you were going somewhere else. No, no, no. We're going. Uh, you, do, you don't want to trade again. No, no. The Vikings. Uh, they got they got a third round. You know, steal from Bobby. Uh, third third round pick. So we'll uh, take Nolan Smith there at twenty four. So that's who they wanted at twenty three. Moving yeah, on. I really wanted to move up and grab him. You're oh, the that's worst. Too bad. All right. Fair enough. Too bad. Who are you gonna trade with? I was gonna take the Eagles and go up and get them. I was close no. to getting Vanessa. Uh, I, I wouldn't give Vanessa if, if Vanessa was gonna fall one or two more spots. I was going up <laughs> to get him. All right, number twenty fifth pick, the Giants is Nick's pick, I believe. Yep. What are there's, they doing? There's uh, there's three, there's three people on the board that I think that they're they would be targeting in in this spot of the draft. Um, I really like the Darren Waller trade. That like really shocks me. I did not see that coming out of left field. Mm-hmm. Um, but after they invested so much into you know Danny Dimes and which you, now should be Danny Duffel Bags uh, for his four year hundred mil, um, and they've tagged Saquon. So there's the three people I, I'm thinking they're considering here is Osiris Torrance uh, to either play center or guard for them, Zay Flowers, and um, Deontay Banks and I think that they're happy with any of those three um but looking at the way the board fell I think I have Deontay Banks rated the highest of like overall of my big board mm-hmm. I'm gonna say they go and take especially in a division where you got to play the Eagles and Cowboys you know twice a year and deal with you know the multiple weapons that they have on the outside so I'm going Deontay Banks yeah I mean even the uh I mean, Washington has, you know, uh, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. So definitely good can't to keep enough, up. Can't have enough corners. No, never. All right. Moving on. Wow. We have da- – I feel like th- there's always, like, division rivals back-to-back. But Dallas here at 26. Tim, you – this is your punishment for getting to pick the Eagles. So now you have to pick Dallas. What are they doing I here? Mean, yeah, I, I think it it really pains me to see this, but I think if the, if the board worked its way like this for the Cowboys, they'd be thrilled. Because, um, I mean, they lost Schultz, Kincaid's right there. Mm-hmm. I think this is an easy pick. Um, so I'm taking Kincaid here, so especially they when they desperately, desperately need some wide receiver and pass catcher options. I think this is an easy one. Swapping out Dalton's? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. All right, here at pick 27 is the Buffalo Bills. I am on the clock. Now, this is tough. I, I'm 
Gibbs is definitely very enticing. It doesn't feel like a Buffalo pick. Um, I think if they don't go running back here, they might go edge. Um, I don't know. My kind of thought process is they lost Tremaine, uh, Tremaine Edmonds, so they might try to replace him. Uh, I think I took Miles Murphy already. Yeah. Um, Nolan Smith's gone. Maybe Jack Campbell, but I think it's still too early for him. So I'm going to go with Gibbs here. Give them a, another another weapon for Josh Allen. Have him settle down a bit. Stop trying to do too much. So <laughs> sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't hate that. I mean, I've been. I think the Bills are two years too late on this this running back. That game they <laughs> lost the Bengals in the snow. I. It's just they could have definitely used a running game there. Um, it's amazing Josh Allen's never gotten hurt from all the injury all the runs he takes. Yeah. Well, saw what happened to Cam Newton after all those years. So it's true. Uh, who's on the board right now? 28. This yeah, is, uh, I believe, Bobby with the Bengals. I'll, I'll trade back, though, because my two picks are already gone. I, I thought that when I saw the reaction. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to move up from 30. So the I've Eagles. got an extra, yeah, I got an extra, what, third and fourth from when I moved back with the Patriots. I'll give you, it's two spots. I'll give you. Uh, I mean, with the Coe's logic, I need a first next year, too. <laughs> it looks it looks like only a fourth will get it done yeah. yeah i'll give you a fourth if you want a fifth i'll give you a fifth too but i'm, I'm not that, giving you anything else sure. I, don't, I don't know I don't how i traded that's two picks but i had to give up a third to move up one pick with the code yeah but you moved up you moved up much higher like the value dropped. it was only one it was only one pick though yeah but <laughs> i could have traded that to anybody that's a high value oh, okay yeah yeah i got I, I guarantee you there are picks in the 20s that they did that give up a third for one spot Give it to me. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, third and fourth spot. All right. Moving up a couple spots here. The Eagles are now on the clock at 28. What is so enticing at 28, Tim, that you had to move up? So, I mean, I wish – I kind of wish I just pulled the gun earlier. I really wanted to when there was – you know, the, the edge rosters were all falling. Smith, Murphy, yeah. Van Ness, and Smith were all there. Um, so, I kind of wish I pulled the trigger a little earlier. But, listen, he's there, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, he – He's got a similar frame as Vanessa. He's 6'5, 300 pounds. Guy ran a 4840. He was the number uh, one prospect coming out of high school. He's versatile. He's a Howie pick. <laughs> I burned, I used, I picked Robinson early. I'm taking the defense alignment here. You know, we're getting defense alignment at one of these first round picks. So I'll take Breesy, collect my extra, my extra third from trading back and call it a day in the first round. All right. Brian Brees to the uh, Eagles. Nick, what are your thoughts on that? That is exactly where I thought the Saints were going. Like when I you thought so. The, that's when you, I was like, that's when, what he get. When you look at the Saints like roster, the, did they lose Davenport? Uh, they're, they're is Davenport gone? Yeah, it was on Yamada. Yeah, I forget where he went, but he's gone. Minnesota, uh, maybe. They're the one one place on this team that's like oh you really got to imp- improve that is that d-line man that their their d-line and their 4-3 is just not it's not good and it puts a lot of stress on the second level of that defense and brian Bercy just would be such a good d-tackle on, on that defense um even better on the eagles defense yeah yeah <laughs> you know, I, I like I, it i would definitely live there um so I'm going to go with a guy who um, has really good tape, not going to blow you away on 
uh, like his stats from last year, but I've listened to enough NFL podcasts who've watched a lot of tape on him and think he's going to be like very legit in the NFL. Um, I'm going to go Mazzy Smith out of Michigan here at 30. Mazzy Smith, D line out of Michigan. All righty. Yeah, they definitely are hurting for D line help. And yeah, it's a Derek Carr show now. And uh, we'll see if Michael Thomas comes back to life. Alvin Kamara, man. I, I don't know. His career might be over. I hope not for my fantasy team's sake, but. <laughs> and just so you know, Joe Mixon, they, re, they reopened that. I saw uh, that. Yeah. yeah not looking good for him. All right. Um, no. Did Cincinnati trade? I'm losing track now. Yes. I trade back. I traded him too. Yeah, they traded me. All right. So this is Bobby's pick now, 28. Yeah. I mean, going off that Mixon news, I kind of want to end my first round on a. Wild note. So Three running backs? Yeah. Uh, wow. I think they go with I think they go with A Chain from wow. AM. I mean, mm-hmm. watching him last year against Bama was eye opening. He's do it all type of guy. I mean to keep five, nine, healthy, what, five? Mm-hmm. super fast, man. Yeah. He's really quick. I mean to keep Burrow healthy, you also need a good running game. If you don't have Mixon, you need somebody back there. Even though I think they still have Samaje. No, Pirine's a Bronco. Pirine. Okay. Okay. I got you. So yeah, I mean, with Pirine gone and mixing in his legal troubles, I think they needed to find someone back there. Hmm. All right. And then uh, the final pick of the first round is pick number 31 because the Dolphins lost their draft pick. I forget the exact reasons. Is was it tampering or something? I don't remember. Yeah, you can yeah. fix this. I know you want to. You, you, you want it or you want me to do it? You got, you got it. All right. Well, Let's see. Kansas City, I mean, they obviously just won the Super Bowl. They don't have a ton of needs. I could see them taking this. Zay Flowers is fast. I could see him fitting in right. I mean, they have two needs, but maybe offensive line. They did lose a tackle to only replace him with a not-so-great tackle. Yeah, I didn't love that. Anton, I mean, Harrison, potentially. That's a very, you know. I think Kyle would be perfect for that offense from Tennessee, but he's kind of. Ringo's really dropped too. Yeah, I was like a he top was gonna... ten pick last year, <laughs> top five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I still don't like. I wouldn't mind the Eagles taking him either. But I think here just you just you lost Juju. You lost uh, a lot of Scantling. Take another receiver. Say Flowers to the the Chiefs. Man, and... say Flowers with Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore would be one. Fast. Oh, it's a track show. Track show. So. All right, that is a wrap on our uh, our 2023 NFL mock draft. I'm not going to lie. I think Tim had the best drafts, and I hate to say that, but Detroit and Philly did really well. Uh, they were – it was a big – a big. It, I'm not going to lie. It helps when you have both teams, both two first-round picks. makes it very easy to move up and down. Um, and you know, when Dakota's drafting in front of you, that always helps too. Damn. I do Any- I do I do think for the record though that somebody from 29 to 31 moves out of the first round so that a team can come up and draft Hendon Hooker. I, yeah, I, I definitely could see that too. He's getting a lot of buzz, and it seems like this is like a yearly thing now when there's that quarterback borderline guy, they yeah. go up and get him, get the fifth year. Well, um, but yeah. And if he, if he didn't have that ACL injury, he probably would be up in this discussion. The only reason he's dropped so much is because 
he's now recovering from an injury. But if you don't need him to play right away, if you can sit him for a year, if you can put him on the Seahawks or the Titans or somewhere, where, you know, the Falcons, like a place where you can sit for a year, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's worth it. Like if you're, if you're getting him at 29, 30, you got to think about that. That's like 10 and a half million for four, four like 12 million at that spot for four years. And then a fifth year option at 10, 11, like you're going to end up paying pennies on the dollar for a quarterback if he works out. And if he doesn't, just don't pick up the fifth year option. So mm-hmm. like, it feels like kind of like an, I said this multiple drafts ago, but I think that that end of the first round is such a valuable spot because you're getting that fifth year option on a guy. Like the like the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, I could see. Um, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, there's four quarterbacks we're projecting to go in the first round. It'll be interesting to see if any of them fall. Um, so Will Levis went. He was a fifth quarterback taken. Do we think he lasts till 10? Or is he going to go higher than that? I, I mean, think he's there at 10. I, I have a feeling he goes before 10 i think all four because i think arizona moves back mm-hmm. and somebody takes either richardson or levis there and i then I, that would mean three quarterbacks go off the board like one two three i think the fear factor of the drop off after those four to like a hendon hooker would have a team jump up to get him mm-hmm. and but if he's there at 10 i think there's no question the eagles move out of that spot for like a team who really wants a quarterback Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, Atlanta's the team that I have my eye on because I, I think we're pretty much locked in on Houston, Carolina, and Indy, all 10 quarterbacks. I, if he, I, if Atlanta passes on him, I, how he's hitting those lines, he's moving back. Yeah. There's been a lot of buzz about Will Anderson to the to the Texans at two, though. So that would not shock me. That would stun me. There's that no way that, that they don't that, that, quarterback. That, that, would, that would shock the hell out of me. If I think – I think it could happen if Bryce Young goes one to Carolina, but I think if Carolina takes Stroud or Richardson, then the Texans want Bryce Young. But I mean, I don't. I like Stroud. I think Stroud's I think really Stroud's good, good too. Player. I'm just I'm just I, saying. I think. I mean, I think I think Stroud and Young are one A and one B. I just I just think that I like Young a little bit more, but mm-hmm. it, I, but I think that Stroud is also like a phenomenal player, and I think he's going to be a legit quarterback in the league. Yeah. Was it when? Was Justin Fields the same as draft as Mac Jones? Yes. So yes. we had Ohio State and Alabama once again as top quarterback prospects. I mean, they're they're factories. They're pretty much <laughs> they are fact- they are factories all the time. <laughs> I don't think it's that shocking. So looking at this board, though, what is the what what was the best steal and what was the biggest reach? <laughs> Do we have to tell you the biggest reach? <laughs> What? Look, I'm gonna bet on that. You know, go out on FanDuel, DraftKings, Christian Gonzalez, number three to the the Cardinals if they don't trade. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. You're gonna lose a lot of money. First of all, the Cardinals, <laughs> the Cardinals are trading out of three unless they take Will Anderson, and there's not even a question about that. <laughs> all right, so so biggest reach, Christian Gonzalez. Fine. What is the what was the steal of the draft? Outside of like, outside of the top six, because Jalen Carter will understand that's whatever. I mean, I like because there was the one that really bited me because I wanted to trade up and get him. I I think the slide on Van Ness, especially where he went to the uh, Chargers, mm-hmm. their run defense has been so bad for so long. I think he's in help a lot. And, uh, but I thought that one he surprised me the most to see how far he slid. I, I like that pick. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised he went that far. Like he's just so versatile. Like 
there's not a lot of guys who can both play the edge and also play inside and play D tackle. Like his versatility in today's NFL where teams are switching out nickel and dime packages and rotating guys and, you know, the defensive line rotations in the NFL are so deep and a guy like him who can do so much. If he slides to 21, I mean, I would be shocked because I think Tim was right. Like, I think if he's there at 20, 21, how he's picking the phone up and, you know, using some of this draft capital he has next year. Because I was telling Dakota, I mean, they have 12 picks next year. Mm-hmm. They're not picking 12 people next year. So no, yeah, they're, they have ammunition to go out. Plus, I'm projecting the Quez Watkins trade for like a day three pick. So it, there's, you know, or it's Quez and the pick to move up, you know, but I just, yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't see Van Ness dropping that much. Um, he's just, she's too versatile. Oh, and no, I mean, in this mock, like we, like I did earlier, even if he moves back, which Howie, I think is doing at 10, especially if Levis gets past Atlanta, you're going to have all those extra picks. He moves back from 10. He moves up from 30. The, I, I, that's my game plan, I think, going in, if I'm Howie. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think those two, Van Ness and even, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I think Nolan Smith at, at 14, at 24 is a steal for, for Minnesota. That would, that, would, that would be late for him to go. I agree. That would be, yeah. that would be very late. I think, I think Smith is one of those edge rushers that, you know, kind of like how the Raiders always take players way before they're supposed to. I think Smith could go way earlier than he's supposed to. I think ACL kind of hurt him a little bit too, but I think mm. he'll be solid once he comes back, especially Minnesota. Also a Georgia product. I mean, that we've seen they've, they've been pretty good. So All right. any any final thoughts here before we uh, we wrap up this episode, whether on this mock or just in general? I still can't believe Christian Gonzalez won number three. I'm telling you, it's if if they stay there, do not be surprised. I will, I will, be I will bet. I will bet a beer on that. If I they stay at three, it. they'll take Gonzalez. I do see some rumors going around, but it might hurt the RB running back draft. But apparently, Cook may get cut from Minnesota as well, so they might be uh, looking yeah. for Bijan there or Gibbs potentially. Bijan will be interesting because I mean. Don't, the, be, the best prospect since, you know, since Bijan was Barkley, and he went second overall. So, I mean, people yeah. talk about how there's no running back value and all that, but, you know, the last running back prospects that were this good were probably, you know, Barkley, Elliott, Fournette, all top five picks. So it's he's really, really a curious case where he actually goes. Um, but, man, if you – if I don't know if I like it at 10, but if how he moves back – I'm all I'm all game in the middle of that first round there. I think yeah. uh, it was either I don't think it was last year, but it was like a year or two ago. There were only like two trades in the first round. So I'll give was you it a, last year like a bunch though too. Like I don't know, it depends on the year I guess. I don't remember, but I remember there was one year it was just like there was like one or two only, um, and that was like really strange. But I'll give you under over five trades in the first round. Over. It's over. Over. There's a lot of teams with two first round picks. I think these those teams are going to be really focused on getting the guys they want. I mean, you got a second first to rely on. You can give up a third or fourth or second. You're getting two starters from the first round for what five different teams. Yeah, uh, I think there is going to be a lot of moving. Okay. Any any last thoughts here? I mean, 
I'd be happy if the Eagles made this draft. And I would, I can't wait to have a beer on Dakota when Christian Gonzalez is not taken at number three. We will see. We will see. Wow. (laughs) All right. Well, that was a great mock. I think, uh, I think the trades were were smart. I think the players taken fit the the teams that need them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That Uh, team is bad. I don't know how you pick a cornerback at three. They lost Byron Murphy. They don't really have a ton. You know. I mean, third overall, though. I mean, Maybe it's hard. Like cornerbacks get taken. They're way not too a high cornerback the away, though. They're a whole team away and a coach away still. It's it's yeah. it's it's hard because I think when you take when you take a player that high, you're looking at what the cost and the market is versus your control cost that early. In prices fell a lot this off season. Like mm-hmm. people did not get paid. It was very surprising because historically they had been like raising every single year. Um, I don't know if that's going to hurt or help Witherspoon and Gonzalez. Like it, it makes me, makes me a little, cause like the money on the market just really wasn't there. This I, I'm still shocked how low Chauncey Gardner Johnson signed for like in the beginning yeah. of this off season, I thought we were looking like a five-year, $70 million contract the guy was going to get. And he signed for peanuts. And I, yep. I'm i blown away by it. I never understood a prove-it deal for a player that's clearly proven it. So I just don't. His 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 agent is a moron. And then the fact that they tweeted out his, like, contract or whatever. And I was just like. Uh, he, fumbled, he fumbled the bag hard. No. Not as bad as Dennis Schroeder, though, who rejected a four-year, $84 million extension from the Lakers. And and signed a one-year $3.5 million. That was the fumble of all fumbles. But till, till the draft, what are we, uh, 10 days away? Uh, two. Thursday. Well, not this Thursday. Yeah. Ah, came up quick. So it's exciting. Obviously, I think – I don't know if we'll see any trades this week, but I definitely anticipate one or two maybe. Maybe not major trades. I've got but... a... Trade will come up tonight that just ruins this whole draft that we just did. As always. As always. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, yeah. gentlemen, well. Th- thank you for joining. And uh, let's see how close we are, how smart we are. Are we smarter than a GM? Probably not. Tim, definitely not. But we'll see. All right. Well, I want my beer cold, and I like to have a high alcohol percentage when Christian Gonzalez goes in the second round. I'll make sure it's I Until then, going. boys. It was a pleasure. I'll talk to you. All right. Peace. Peace.